There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is one button or two. Well, definitely not that. No, that's... This is how I wore it on my holiday. Fine. Well, you're not on holiday now. This is, that is a work environment. This is a work environment and you're distracting me. If you're watching Geneva, they'll definitely clip this up. This is, this, is fine. <laughs> this is fine on a holiday, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Jordan's got three buttons undone on his even, shirt. No, Jordan. Even that on the beach, but that for back home isn't, is it? No. Did I tell you that my... Uh, Do you my, not think that's too... Yeah, there. My goddaughter's aunt um, taught Artemis once... Again, Artemis was aged two and a half. Artemis would walk into her parents' room and go, let's go to the beach, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Don't obviously teach your children that. Uh, it's not funny. My dad... Mum um, and dad... My dad got kicked out of the house once. for um, he came in at like five in the morning after he said he'd be back for tea. Yeah. And my mum only found out because he'd come in drunk pissed out his head and like it's always a giveaway stumbled into one of our toys and it was a truck and it used to go let's head for the beach honk honk and it woke the whole house up and uh, this is our bonus podcast episode where we can see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week <laughs> like that random things that have been sent in extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with you our wonderful gm divas a big response on the socials and in the direct messages about washing your clothes and your tea towels before use mm -hmm. and two days after we talk about it the guardian daily podcast are your clothes trying to kill you and it was an entire thing about why you should wash your clothes oh really i think the guardian listened after i sent that anonymous email back in yeah, for should we just remind people when we started the podcast and we hey! str struggled to get any traction? And I was working one day a week, so I had a lot more time on my hands. Jordan sent an email to the Guardian podcast reviewer saying, "Here's a good podcast you should review." Jordan sent it as a fake name. I said I was a nurse from Manchester, but Jordan sent it from his own email account. It said, at the end, it said "Love Rebecca," and it was from my actual email account. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, look, the Guardian are obviously listening now. It worked. Your email worked because they're now basing the entire Guardian Daily podcast on us. They did, they did make us one of their podcasts a week recently, didn't they? Oh, uh, were we? Yeah, when I was at Glasgow. Oh, yes, we were. We were a Guardian podcast of the week. Were we? Yes. I sent it about one in the morning. Oh, God, we'll never get cancelled if the Guardian <laughs> done that. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, we also did a poll on Instagram asking if you wash your new clothes before you use them. And no. 72% of people said that they were more like you. Yes! 
and worn new clothes without washing them. But can I just say, based on some of the things that people have sent, we've had in stockroom, people will uh, have rats running over clothes, people have seen um, all sorts of hygiene things. It's good for your immunity. No, it's not. It's vile. Vile. Uh, you predicted, when we talked about this in the Tuesday episode, you predicted that 80% of people, so 72%, fair play to you. Thank you. You were close. I know my audience, I'm like you. Wow. Was that a bit harsh? No, no, it's fine. Sorry. I did. I was the other day in a Dalesford, and there was only one tea towel left. So clearly I've created a rush for people to go and buy tea towels. I know. We need to start mentioning brands. Ratmaster 3000. Yes. Sold out. De yeah. Bonnet. I, I, I do think De Bonnet has definitely yeah. started. I mean, I think the Platinum Jubilee helped to a certain extent. Oh, yes. But before that... Mm. They very much had resurgence. Excellent. And how's your new Rolls Royce? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, if only I had a Rolls Royce as it, well. It's 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 yeah. It's I ain't got Rolls Royce. Not yet. Mm. What else would you want? Bentley. I'd have a Bentley. Is a Bentley better than a Rolls Royce? We'll have to compare. Parking in London though, you'd never use it. You don't. Oh, sorry, I'm not helping you. <laughs> What else do you want? Come I'd on. have to get a chauffeur. What else do you want? What's on the wish list? I'd quite like some new copper pans for the kitchen. I can sort you out with them. Copper pans? Yeah, Chris. Who's Chris? Mate, works with Hexam. What are they called? He he Hexclad. I want one of them. Yeah, I'd sort you out. No bother. Uh, but they're proper copper. The class, Gordon Ramsay says they're the Rolls Royce of pans. The what? Rolls Royce of pans. <laughs> okay. They might have said Bentley. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Who I'll knows? Sort you out with them. Yeah, Lovely. There. What about a new producer? Oh, we could have a new producer. If only. This is from Kirsty in Hampshire. Dearest William Jordan and producer Ben, I had to write in after hearing how shocked William was after finding out that not everyone washed their tea towels before use. I'll let you into the world of traveller culture and our etiquette on tea towels. I think the first culture shock would be that 90% of us only use plain white muslin squares as our tea towels. Also, we have display-only tea towels that would be from high-end retailers like Harrods or Fortnum & Mason placed over the handles of oven doors for show only. Uh, we not only wash tea towels before use, but after every use, tea towels must be boiled, either on the hob, where they're literally boiled into an inch of their life, or for the modern-day traveller like myself, a rather fetching used tea towel bucket filled with boiling water from the kettle. I know what you're thinking. Why not just shove them in the washing machine? Because that's where you wash underwear, bedding, towels and clothes. Uh, they should never be mixed with these items, so that's why they're boiled, apparently. Uh, and separately, regards, Kirsty from Hampshire. Gut, she makes you sound like stick at dump. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do wash my tea towels with uh, other stuff, but I do use Dettol laundry detergent, and that uh, reduces. Oh, is that a thing? Yes. Oh, I'd love that. You know what I'm like with my laundry? Oh, go and get your Dettol. Oh, my laundry is, I've got a full on, like, um, what they called those little... Basket. Trap. Basket. I've got a full-on basket full of different... I've got me oxy action for me whites. Right. I've got me laundry sheets. The renewable energy ones. They're very good. The they're, laundry sheets? They're laundry sheets that are good for the environment. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you get your Dettol. And then anything that you would normally wash on a 60, because as I've said before, bacteria dies at 62 degrees Celsius, you can put in and wash it on a 30, but as long as you put your Dettol in, you can wash lower. It won't bleach them, though, will it? No. Will you send me a link? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. It'll change your life. 
Um, well, thank you, Kirsty. Last week, we suggested that um, if I were in a boy band, it would have been called Practically Perfect. Great name. Uh, and then we asked for other boy band name suggestions and some of our favourites that uh, were sent in. Mm -hmm. Rebecca suggested DJ Rapmaster and the Peelers. <laughs> That's class. That sounds like a proper 60s yeah. um, Motown band. Yeah, it? it's like Mike and the Mechanics. Uh, Esme, the Igloos. Oh, God. Lauren, Benny and the Bing Bongs. We're not sure. Benadorm Benny comp. and the Bing Bongs. Shelley Bang. said... Maybe we could be a drag group called the Debonet Divas. What? Hear me out. You just look like you've got an idea. Instead of the G and Divas, we should call our listeners the Bonnet Divas. What? Okay. Let's not rebrand this far into the podcast. That was Ben's one good idea, so. <laughs> Katie suggested the Pledge Street Boys. <laughs> Pledge? On your shoes? Doro. Oh, I quite like this, Doro. The Debonets. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. Philly, the cha cha chas, mm -hmm. nice. Uh, Zoe, the picky tea boys, mm -hmm. and potentially, potentially, this is the best from Joe, Vabba. Vabba. <laughs> v a b b a. Oh, we should. I want to go to that as well. Vabba. Yes, my friend wants to go as well, so we should all go together. Yes, we should. Uh, do you want to come yeah. as well? It's, so there's the Abba show. The, Dan Dancing a, Queen. If you've not heard, there's um, what's the ABBA show called in London? ABBA Voyage. ABBA Voyage. It's at the. It's Voyage. <laughs> it's at the ABBA Stadium, is it in London? Yeah, it's a pop-up thing. They, I tell you what, I tell you what, that's off to them. So it's just it's just a hologram, but it's meant to be absolutely fantastic. We could do our next tour hologram. So basically, they thought we're not touring every night. Sat that, so they did. We had probably a, a day, maybe two, of just pretending they were on stage, recorded it, AI, bosh, raking it in. Yeah. Take me hats off to them. But apparently sometimes they do go, to, and then they'll announce to the audience at the end of the show, tonight you enjoyed Abba Voyage in the presence of Agneta. And then she's up at the band, they show her in a spotlight, and she's at the balcony and she waves. Get away. Yeah. Do you reckon she gets free tickets? I suspect probably yes, yeah. I mean, I'd be a little bit annoyed if it was my own show and I didn't get a free ticket. I bet you the guest list to our shows are more than the guest list to, to Abba's. <laughs> Your guest list. Mm. Uh, this is from Emmy. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I was eating my lunch and decided to watch some clips on your YouTube channel. I came across the clip of you both talking about sex playlists and wanted to share the playlist that I have been curating for my best friend Laura for a couple of years now. It's not weird at all. I hope you like it. It's an eclectic mix and there are definitely a couple of wild cards in there. With love and best wishes, Emmy. So we've got eight of the songs on Emmy's playlists. Um, so maybe, Jordan, I will ask you, because you're the music person amongst us, I'll ask you if this is a sexy song. Okay. Do you approve? Okay. Um, so I want you for each of the songs to say if it gets you off or it turns you off. Okay. Marvin Gaye, Sexual Healing. Gets me off. Two Become One, Spice Girls. Yeah. I Can't Get No, that's in brackets, Satisfaction. I can't get no. <laughs> Satisfaction. Yeah. Oh, having a stroke. You can't really do that. No, I was doing my... Um, oh, right. Right, and that's the Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Does that oh, get you? Oh, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, no. 
watch the. <laughs> oh, please go on holiday more often. <laughs> Class documentary I watched about them in um, Cuba. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll say that because it's a, it's a great. Let's get you off. The Pink Panther theme song. Oh, what? Go. <laughs> the Pink Panther theme song. Yeah, do it for me, yeah. Really? <laughs> da, 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 da. It's a bit creepy, actually, <laughs> if you put that in. Can we say turn it off? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Just brush your teeth and... Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. I've told you, I've got a headache. Piss it off. <laughs> the Return of the Pink Panther, one of my favourite films. With, uh, Incidentally, Peter what? Sellers. No, not the Steve Martin version, the Peter Sellers, the original. Um, my Neck, My Back, Lick It by Kia. My Neck, My Back. Can I lick my back? Yeah, oh, Jordan! Have you not? I'm going to say turn it off. My neck, my back. No, don't, I don't need to hear any more of it. Oh, girls used to sing that at school. Oh, it's, a, it's an old song. Yeah, I think so. Is it? You're the music person. Go on. This next one is from Shaggy. Boombastic. Anything from Shaggy. It wasn't me. She called me on the counter. Oh, no. It wasn't me. The Coronation Street theme song. Any northerner, get them going. <laughs> Especially if they're away from home. When those trumpets kick in. <laughs> and finally, by Madonna, Like a Virgin. Yeah, good boy. We've been together a long time. Like a virgin. Oh! Touch the phone. Touch the phone. Do that again. Like a virgin. Oh! <laughs> You're so butch. Thank you. This is from Chris and Amber. To executive producer Ben, Jordan and William. Brackets, just to piss William off. Mm. My partner and I love Cornwall. Oh, so do I. We got here yesterday on holiday and got some D delivered today. After pouring our G&Ds, we had a toast to the lovely county of Cornwall, which prompted me to ask, is it okay to toast a place instead of a person? Mm. From Chris and Amber. Yeah. Yes, it's we fine. we toasted places, haven't we? Yeah, you can toast an in inanimate object or... Entity. And dead people. And de mm, yeah, yeah. You can, you raise a glass to them. Yeah, maybe at their funeral, but then after that I draw a line. Probably. That would be my suggestion. So Chris and Amber, it's absolutely fine. Who do you think is going to die first out of us two? Oh, knowing your lifestyle, probably you. Yeah. Yeah. What? That was a bit deep, sorry. <laughs> well, you asked. How do you think you'll die? If I died. Yeah. How do you think it'll happen? Oh, oh, don't do, let's not do this. Okay. But we, that's very British. A lot of cultures, like, talk about death and stuff. Yeah. And don't. It freaks me out. Does it not? Mm. Okay. Maybe we'll plan your death next time. Do you want to be buried or cremated? No, a mausoleum. Huh? Mausoleum. Museum? No, mausoleum. No, like a, like a sort of a structure that you can put me in, and then all the Japanese tourists can come and take photos of it. That's what I want. So you want to be stuffed like a dog? They're not stuffed. I just don't want to be. I don't want to be buried because I don't want to be underground, and I don't really want to be burnt alive. This, sorry, Gene Davis. This is basically not. You'll be dead. I know, but just in case I'm not, I would like to be above ground and surrounded by people taking photographs, so that if there's a problem, I can do something about we it. We should do a funeral playlist. Burn, baby, burn. As you're going into the car. yes. Well, I've said before, up in a puff of smoke. That's the that's okay. the song I want. Anyway, sorry, um, that was a bit. We'll raise the mood, hopefully, with a poem that's been sent in by Hells. Now, I'm going to say, shall I read this poem? Yeah. Yeah. 
If you're feeling low and you don't know where to go, put your headphones on, let the laughter flow. With Jordan's Gay Ghost and William's sous vide, you'll have all the entertainment you'll ever need. A pug with a plug, Ben's Big Bing Bong. They'll even throw in the occasional sing-along. Oh, cha-cha-cha. Thank you for making me smile when sometimes I haven't in a while. Someone may have stolen Wendy's potato peeler, but you're all guilty of becoming G&D heart stealers. Oh, that's hells. nice, hells. Thank you. That's very nice. Very poetic. I, I don't know if good... we've ever had a poem no, before. No, I do like a good poem. No. Mm. Do you like that one as well? Yeah. Good. All right. Well, thank you very much, Hells. My friend Billy <laughs> had a 10-foot <laughs> willy, and he showed it to the woman next door. She thought it was a snake, so she hit it with a rake, and now it's only two foot four. There once was a woman from Nantucket. <laughs> Go on. Not, no, I, I don't heard, know the rest of it. I don't know that one. Well, Nantucket... The punchline is fuck it. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> Thank you. Dr. Foster went to Gloucester in a shower of rain. He stepped in a puddle right up to his middle and never went there again. Nice. Well, then, if you're still listening, here's Jordan's end script. Charcoal, charcoal, stick it up your bottom. Remember, if you've got a question or story that isn't a dilemma or problem, this is the place where we can read it out. So drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email to help at sexandmyboss.com with anything that you want to share with us. We also love hearing back from the people we, we offer advice to. So if that's you, do get back in touch with Producer Ben for more sex news and nonsense. Sign up for Producer Ben's newsletter via sexandmyboss.com. We'll be back with a... Um, Tuesday episode. Main episode on Tuesday. Yes. Bye. Au revoir. <laughs> 
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com